Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rosa, and welcome to episode 133 of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all are in an Xbox-related fun fact together. This show is on YouTube and podcast services around the world, so please subscribe in your favor and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's talk game releases. No bigger game came out last week than, obviously, Halo Infinite. The games coming out this week include Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon, Detective D The Silk Rose Murders, Gear Club Unlimited 2 Ultimate Edition, Asteroids Recharged, Greek Memoirs of Azor, Among Us, Kingdoms of Amalar Re-Reckoning Fate Sworn, Beyond a Steel Sky, Eternia Noctis, The Letter A Horror Visual Novel, The Gunk, Record of Laudus War, Deadlift in Wonder Labyrinth, Murder Diaries 3, Santa's Trail of Blood, Aspire, Ina's Tale, Circus Pocus, Lacuna, In My Shadow, and Airy Dreamscape. Now on to last week's biggest news stories, and thanks to the Game Awards, we have 10 to cover this week. Number 1, Halo Infinite's open world was reportedly cut down from a Zelda-like size. Jared Moore at IGN writes, Halo Infinite's open world was reportedly cut down from a sick ale similar to that of The Legends of Zelda Breath of the Wild to what it is today. Apparently almost two-thirds of the planned game was chosen to be cut in the move. According to a report of the game's development by Bloomberg, 343 decided to drastically slash the game's open world map in 2019 as it attempted to stabilize the direction the game was heading. Reportedly by the summer of 2019, Halo Infinite had hit a number of issues. As per the report, the studio took the decision to cut almost two-thirds of the entire planned game in an effort to streamline production. As part of this decision, the outlet notes that the game's open world was significantly scaled down from a Zelda-like experience into something far smaller. Despite scaling down the game's open world map, Infinite's problems continued past 2019. In July 2020, the developer showed off a range of gameplay footage for the game, which was met with overwhelming disapproval from the Halo community. Fans mocked gameplay footage across social media for its poor quality, creating memes out of Craig the Brute and airing their frustrations toward 343. Following the backlash, Infinite was delayed by an entire year from its intended November 2020 release, since thinking the game has undergone something of a revolution. While more minor issues have still cropped up with factors such as the game's multiplayer progression, critical praise for both Infinite's single-player campaign and multiplayer mode have been widespread in recent weeks. I'd love to peek into the glass in an alternate universe to see if Halo Infinite released as they intended to, how good it would be, and what it would look like, because we definitely got a much different game than they released. However, and thankfully, the best thing they ever could have done was that year delay, Hearing that Joseph Staten was the one that fought Microsoft to get that year delay because it seems to be the best move and probably the most historic move Xbox has ever made in their life because the game came out to overwhelming praise. I can't wait to play more of Halo Infinite's multiplayer and jump back into the campaign as soon as I find some time. Number 2. Senua Saga Hellblade 2 reappears at the Game Awards 2021 with gameplay footage. Jennifer Locke at Windows Central writes, Senua Saga Hellboy 2 made its debut at the Game Awards 2019 alongside the announcement for the Xbox Series X, so it's only fitting to a return in 2021 with a brand new extended trailer. It looks and sounds as incredible as ever to be expected when the first set such a high bar in terms of visuals and sound. You'll definitely want to play this one with headphones when it comes out, which is unknown because we unfortunately didn't get a release date. The gameplay trailer showcases Senua and a group of warriors facing off against a monstrous creature within a cave. The creature drives them out of the cave while they set it ablaze with flaming spears. As they retreat, an arm reaches out towards Senua before the camera focuses on her in recognition and fades to black. The first Hellblade focused heavily on mental health, specifically psychosis, and its sequel will be no different. Ninja Theory is consulting with mental health professionals as part of the Insight project to depict Senua and her struggle. 
This was an awesome gameplay reveal. The blending of cinematic plus gameplay is wild, and it's hard to even focus on what is what. I cannot wait to get my hands on it, but unfortunately, since we didn't see a date, I feel like this is a game that easily will now slip to 2023 as we continue to hear that more games are getting delayed behind the scenes, but take all the time you need to make this game a 10 out of 10. Go back, watch this trailer in 4K on a 4K display with headphones, you won't be disappointed. Number 3, Star Wars Eclipse announced at the Game Awards 2021. Luke Albagies at True Achievements writes, Star Wars Eclipse is the first massive reveal from the Game Awards 2021 with the new adventure set in the High Republic era and developed by Quantic Dream. While it's just a cinematic trailer, it's impressive nonetheless, with production values through the roof. No platforms have yet been announced, but it seems somewhat likely that a brand new game, and one that looks like it won't be a cheap to make, in the Star Wars universe would wind up on pretty much every platform going. We'll have to wait for confirmation on that, but the game is apparently still in early development, so there's plenty of time for that. If it does come to Xbox, it'll be the first Quantic Dream game to do so since 2005's Fahrenheit Indigo Prophecy. The studio's last three cinematic adventure games have been PlayStation exclusives, but given the team's specialization would suggest that the Eclipse will most likely slot into much of the same genre. Again, though, confirmation might still be a good way off. This was the first big surprise of the Game Awards and one that got me immediately overhyped. This game looks so good, I love Quantic Dream games, and we do know that they have said in the past that their games will be going multi-platform in the future, getting off of PlayStation exclusivity. Can't wait to see this game shining bright on the Series X. I wish we would have a hint at the release date for this, but I can't wait. Number 4. Microsoft has filed for Halo the Endless trademark. Jared Moore at IGN writes, Prior to its recent release of Halo Infinite, Microsoft filed a US trademark application for Halo the Endless. As spotted by A. Guramente Lumia on Twitter, Microsoft initially filed its application for Halo the Endless on December 3rd, before it was then updated on December 7th. Currently, very little is known about the trademark. A listing on trademark website Justia merely suggests that the trademark is tied to goods and services in the realm of video game software. Which doesn't give much away, further links within the trademark also appear to suggest ties between Halo the Endless and other forms of entertainment media such as film, TV, and radio. Despite references to a number of formats within the trademark, this is far from a guarantee that Halo the Endless will actually ever materialize into a product from one of these categories. Just wanted to throw this in there to see if this becomes anything. Obviously Halo Infinite is going to be a platform for Halo to exist on for many years as that's what they have said, so is Halo the Endless going to be one of the first major story expansions that we see? Maybe at the end of 2022 or 2023? Here's the scene. Number 5. Crossfire X is officially coming to Xbox on February 10th. Matt Kim at IGN writes, Crossfire X, the upcoming first-person shooter from Smilegate but with a single-player campaign developed by Remedy, is coming to the Xbox Series X and S on February 10th. As announced at the Game Awards, Crossfire X is coming out next year, alongside the free-to-play multiplayer portion developed by Smilegate. Alan Wake and Control developer Remedy Entertainment have been working on two single-player campaign operations to go with the release. Crossfire X is set in a conflict between two private military factions. There's Global Risk, who uses technology to fight for order and security, and Blacklist, who work to undermine these efforts. The two operations are titled Operation Catalyst and Operation Spectre, and both will be available at launch. Meanwhile, players will be able to play Crossfire X's fully featured multiplayer modes for free on Xbox platforms. Crossfire X has been announced for Series X and S as well as Xbox One. This is a game that I'm hoping will be good. We heard some early multiplayer impressions that weren't great, so I'm a little cautiously pessimistic on it, but I'd love this game to be good. I love what Remedy has done in the past, so to hear that they are working on a campaign for this has me excited. And guess what? It's going to be coming to Game Pass and the multiplayer is free, so no barrier to entry, so let's all give it a shot. Number 6, Wonder Woman announced at the Game Awards. Heidi Nicholas of True Achievements writes, The Game Awards brought us a number of announcement reveals and surprises, including the world premiere of a Wonder Woman game from Monolith Productions. 
It's a pretty brief teaser trailer without even a hint at what platforms the game might come to, so it would be safe to assume that this one is still some way off. A press release tells us that it's single player third person open world action adventure game, and that I will, quote, introduce an original story set in the DC universe and allow players to become Diana of the Mascara in the fight to unite her Amazon family and the humans from the modern world, end quote. The description adds that powered by the Nemesis system, gamers will forge deep connections with both enemies and allies as they progress from a heroic fighter into a proven leader. That Nemesis system was used to great effect in the Middle Earth games. David Hewitt, Vice President and Studio Head of Monolith Productions, says that the Nemesis system raised the bar for player-driven storytelling, adding we're excited to push the open-world game genre forward, combining cutting-edge action with inventive narratives to create a Wonder Woman game everyone will want to play. That does has me excited. I played a little bit of Shadow of Mordor, probably about 10 hours, and I really enjoyed my time with it. Not sure why I never beat it, but the Nemesis system was very cool. It was one of those systems in the game industry that were like, oh, obviously everyone is going to copy it, and then no one really copied it. So let's see what a Wonder Woman game could look like with it. Number 7. Cuphead the Delicious Last Course DLC release date announced. Matt Purcell at IGN writes, Studio MDHR has announced that Cuphead the Delicious Last Course, the expansion DLC for the critically acclaimed Cuphead, will be released on June 30th, 2022. The long-awaited release date was announced at the Game Awards 2021, and was accompanied by a new trailer for the Delicious Last Course. On June 30th, 2022, the expansion will be made available on all platforms Cuphead is available on, Xbox One, PS4, Nintendo Switch, and PC via Steam and GOG. The expansion will feature Miss Chalice, better known to Cuphead veterans as Legendary Chalice, as a new playable character who comes with a modified moveset and new abilities. Miss Chalice can be used not only in the DLC, but also the original Cuphead levels too. The DLC levels will take you to a previously undiscovered Inquil Isle, where new weapons and magical charms will help you take on the new bosses and help Chef Salt Baker. Cuphead is my favorite game of all time that I never beat. Simply couldn't do it, it beat me, it won, maybe one day I'll go back and try to fight through it, but it was so hard for me, couldn't do it, but I just absolutely love the art style, the combat, all of it was just top tier. Excited that more people will be able to get their hands on and play some more of the Cuphead world. Number 8. Sega reveals Sonic Frontiers, the first open world Sonic game. Mike Fahey at Kotaku writes, We've seen Sonic the Hedgehog games with free roaming hub areas, but a fully open world Sonic? That's an entirely new animal. Ready or not, here comes Sonic Frontiers, which Sega is calling Sonic's first open zone inspired gaming experience. First teased at the Sonic Central event back in May, Sonic Frontiers is the big new game that Sonic Team headed by producer Shachiko Kawamura and director Morio Kushimitoto has been working on since 2017's Sonic Forces. The official announcement says it's an all new type of Sonic game. Rather than adventuring through a series of closed off zones, our hedgehog hero will have the run of a vast open zone realm, filled with class, flowers, ruins, and plenty of things to jump on, speed through, or run past. I gotta say, I don't like Sonic. I liked Sonic Adventure 2 Battle back in the day when I was a kid, but they're just not very good games. That's pretty objective to me. I know the Sonic community will hate me for that, but I'm just calling it like I see him. However, Sonic Frontiers looks pretty good. Makes me want to go give that game a chance when it comes out. Who knows? We'll see in late 2022. Number 9. Alan Wake 2 officially announced will be Remedy's first survival horror game. Matt Kim at IGN writes, After over a decade, Remedy Entertainment has officially announced the sequel to Alan Wake at the Game Awards. During the show, Remedy premiered a brief trailer officially announcing Alan Wake 2. We don't know much about the plot, but apparently the story will eat you alive. Quote, we know this is going to be a pretty scary experience, end quote, Remedy Sam Lake said at the Game Awards. It will be Remedy's first ever survival horror game. The original had survival horror elements, but it was an action game. Lake said Remedy will be going dark for a while and will be back when the studio is ready to show more. 
Alan Wake is a critically acclaimed adventure mystery game starring the Epines Alan Wake, a writer who visits the small town of Bright Falls, Washington, to cure his writer's block. While on the trip, his wife is kidnapped by a mysterious force, and he must use the power of light to rescue her. This got me pretty damn excited. I love the survival horror genre, obviously, as the Resident Evil games are some of my favorite of all time, and I never played the original Alan Wake, but I've always meant to, given how it's such a cult classic. Hearing that the next one is going to be true survival horror, but also sounds like it's very far off, I will definitely have time to play Alan Wake before number two comes out. And number 10, The Matrix Awakens is an interactive tech demo for Series X and S. Tom Warren at The Verge writes, Epic Games has created The Matrix Awakens, an interactive tech demo built in Unreal Engine 5. A teaser for the interactive Matrix experience appeared today, and the tech demo will be available on PS5 and Series X and S consoles. You can pre-install the demo right now, 29GB on the Series X and S, and will launch during the Game Awards on December 9th. Members of the original movie team, including Lana Wachowski, have worked with Epic Games to create The Matrix Awakens. The Xbox Store promises a wild ride into the reality-bending universe of The Matrix that features performances by Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss. Epic Games originally announced its Unreal Engine 5 with a stunning PlayStation 5 tech demo last year. It included photorealistic lighting, incredible visual quality, and a level of game detail that Unreal Engine 5 promises to deliver for next-gen consoles like the PS5 and the Series X and S. The Matrix tech demo could be equally impressive with the teaser claiming it will offer a glimpse into the future of interactive storytelling and entertainment with UE5 in this free, boundary-pushing cinematic and real-live tech demo. Please, do yourself a favor, go check this out on a beautiful 4K display on the Series X. It was pretty stunning. I was pretty blown away by it. Everything looked so good. The blending of gameplay plus cinematic, how well the open world function, all the filters you can turn on and off after you actually go through the demo. You can just exist in the open world and walk around, drive around. It was really cool to get a glimpse into a game engine, something we don't really ever get. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and this one's a little bit of a cheat. It came out of the Game Awards, but it's a fun fact for branding. Credit to Tom Warren at The Verge. Microsoft rebrands Xbox Game Pass for PC to just PC Game Pass. Microsoft is rebranding its Xbox Game Pass for PC subscription to just PC Game Pass. The new name drops the Xbox branding in favor of a simplified PC Game Pass name that should make things less confusing for PC gamers. Very simple. PC Game Pass. Why don't they just come out with that from the beginning? Who knows? They rebranded it. They had Little Dicky there, who's one of my favorite of all time. And they nailed it. PC Game Pass, Xbox Game Pass. Very, very simple now. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe on your favorite podcast service, share with your friends, leave a review, and follow on all social media at Xbox in 10. This past week, I sadly only had about two or three hours to play Halo Infinite's campaign. So far, so good. Not blowing me away, but I like everything I'm seeing. And I really wanted to jump into the Pacific map of Call of Duty Warzone, but I'm in the process of moving, so I just don't know how much time I'm going to have to jump back into both of these. My name is Brandon Rosie. You can follow me on Xbox at Bros. 93. Hope you all have a great week. Stay safe and keep on gaming.